Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host Chili as we talk about news, reviews and all that good stuff. Man. Yay! February. Woo. I'm very happy we did... By the way, sorry everyone about the lack of podcasts last week, but we've had a lot of real life stuff. And I'll be honest, you're very lucky there was no podcast last week because I was still running high off the Final Fantasy XIV announcement, so I would end up just making a Final Fantasy XIV podcast and Gary would have to like steal the mic from me and I would never be able on it ever again. But hey, Gary. Hey, Gary. No, I wouldn't do that, dude. I would literally <laughs> just mute you permanently and just talk about my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and you can talk about yours and not know that you're not being recorded. I mean, I'm the one recording, so... Oh, fine, <laughs> it just would, be that way. It'd just be weird, me talking over you, because you'd still be talking, but I'd be muted to you, but I could still hear you. So it would just end up being, nobody would understand a word we were saying. Now which I'm Which is understandable. How have you been? <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> I've been alright, man. How about you? As I said, I was really hyped about the Final Fantasy XIV stuff. We got an actual beta for the PS5, so that's going to be fun. Though it's the same day as the patch, so... Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, whether it's going to be on either yeah. live service or beta servers. Though people it are sad that no Xbox announcements, so... Um, there might be a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to really talk about it on the podcast because mm. it's very... Um, I don't know for sure stuff, but it's a lot of stuff being talked about that might actually be true. Ah, Inside stuff. Wanna, so. I do want to hear about it afterwards because, yeah, there's a lot of people that have oh, been hyped, especially for the game. I'll definitely tell you about it after the podcast because okay. it's it's pretty huge if it's true. So interesting. Anyway, yeah. Fantasy Fourteen got its new expansion announced, Endwalker, and I will I would talk more, but go check out Mugo around my actual Final Fantasy Fourteen podcast. Or go check out She Hills I Tank, because I was a guest on that um, recently. Also, talking about guests, we had the singer for the theme song on the podcast, as well as a guest. She was a lovely yeah, when person. You, when you get the guest that sings Shiva, I will definitely want to join in on that podcast. I mean, <laughs> she covered the song, yeah? <gasps> she, did, she didn't do the song itself, but she cu- did the, cut the covers of it. You know, yeah, remember FanFest? Yeah, they told us we weren't going to get the Shiva song because. But you know the lady that was singing at the start on the on the piano, wasn't near the piano. Yeah, that was who yeah. I had. Oh my god, you got to <laughs> tell me this information more, Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's who I had on the show as a guest. It was uh, Susan Calloway. It was a lovely time. Thank you again for doing that, Susan. Go check out her Twitch, her Patreon, her YouTube, and all that. Like, wonderful person. And we've got Alfonso. Hey, Alfonso. Sorry. Sorry for rambling. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing a lot better than when we last talked. So yeah. I'm I'm in a lot better mood. Oh, I'm in a better mood. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Have you been up to much this week? Have you been playing any games? Not really because of the situation I was dealing with, so I didn't get to play no games. But I did get 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 to celebrate V Day earlier, which we enjoyed ourselves and so yeah that was fine me and gary also enjoyed ourselves for v-day but that's a different story victory day <laughs> i do enjoy victory day <laughs> oh god look i made myself a lovely dinner <laughs> i did a roast gammon with roast potatoes veg it was delicious <laughs> but gary i guess you've been playing genshin impact that is all I've been playing, man. Well, no, I've been I mean, playing a lot of Division 2 as well. I can't say much. All I've been playing is Pharmacy 14. They, you know, working <laughs> on Blue Mage. So, I can't yeah, well, really they're, say... They're... The, yeah. This is kind of, I guess, the end game content for the 1.3 patch that they released um, back in, I believe it was December. Um, so, you know, we got a new character, uh, Zhao, who is uh, one of the most powerful characters in the game, supposedly. He's a... I forget what they call him. Um, anyway, I'm sure you encounter you encounter him in the story, he, but he doesn't really do much in the story up until the 1.3 patch. Uh, 
but he's from WeWay. He is an animal user with a pole arm. He's super powerful. He puts on a mask that enhances his abilities, a demon mask. He's known as the Demon Slayer. Um, so he's really cool. So he's essentially the last character in the 1.3 patch that they're going to release, unless they release Hu Tao, who is a... Um, she runs the uh, funeral home in Liwei. Uh, she's pretty cool, too, from what I've seen. Um, if they release her in this patch or not, is still undetermined, or if they'll wait until 1.4. But yeah, no, there's this big festival going on in Liwei called the... the um, wow. The Lantern Rite Festival uh, to celebrate Zhao and all he's done for Liwei, uh, slaying demons, fighting these endless wars that continuously plague the land. Um, so yeah, it's this big celebration they introduced the tower defense mini game that you can do to earn a bunch of rewards, which is actually really fun. Um, so yeah, lots of fun stuff going on right now. I should uh, update, as we give wait it a for... try. Yeah, lots of lots of good stuff as we wait for 1.4, uh, which should be coming out, I believe, next month or the month after. I actually think it's next month. Nice. And 1.4 is going to have the same type of celebration, but for Monstad. Um, yeah. And it's their time for their celebration when they're going to introduce some fun archery mini games. I don't know if it's going to be kind of like uh, the tower defense stuff that they're doing here. Um, but yeah, they're going to introduce the, some new characters as well, which I'm excited for. Uh, Venti's coming back as a character you can summon on, so please give me. I would really want that character. Um, so yeah, and then I believe 1.5 is when we get a whole brand new region. Uh, we go oh, nice. to uh, this area where shoguns run it. So we're going to get samurais coming up. Ooh. It's the land uh, where the uh, Electro um, god exists. So we're going to be fighting a lot of Electro, Electro characters. And I'm excited for the shogun. I'm excited to fight samurais. It's going to be fun. Talking about excitement and Genshin Impact, it's been um, revealed by, uh, by... Well, PS5 version has been revealed by the ratings board in Taiwan. So... Yeah. yeah, native PS5 version. Yeah, right now I'm playing the, the PS4 version on my PS5, and it's been great. I It's running 60 frames a second, so I'm getting no slowdown at any time. Um, loading times are it's equivalent and fast as when you play it, nice. Ben. So, yeah, it's highly increased, I should say, the, the loading screens. But other than that, it, it plays just the same. So I hope if there is going to be a native version, they you know use adaptive triggers, uh, up the graphics a little bit. Even though the game, I still think is absolutely gorgeous. But oh yeah, it's a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, it's based on the mobile game, so <laughs> yeah. whatever they can do on mobile, then they'll go ahead and do on the console. So yeah. Talk about- uh, as far as Division Two, I've mostly just been trying to get all the Resident Evil apparel, uh, which has been time-consuming and very grindy. But I've rediscovered my love for that game, and I am. Once again, addicted to it. <laughs> I love that game. Division so, yeah. 1 was really good as well. They're both pretty good games. Mm-hmm. I think I have uh, Division yeah. 2 on PC. Uh, well, t- now to go about a game that I know that Gary doesn't like at all. Borderlands are free. Um, <laughs> well, Borderlands, I say. Uh. We're going to have a little Borderlands section here because we've got loads of different Borderlands things to talk about. Some, For some reason, they've all come out once. Um, mm-hmm. Tales from the Borderland is coming back to the PlayStation Store on the 17th of February 2021 um, which is in three days or by the time this actually goes live it will already be out and it's just going to be one episode rather than multiple ones um, so yeah all five episodes are available in one package and return to the store so yeah if you haven't played Tales from the Borderlands I recommend it I think it's one of the best Borderlands stories out there Don't would you yep. agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so, so they're releasing the full game as just one episode. It's not going to be episodic. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. So yeah, all five episodes at once. Um, I don't know if it's a PS5 mm-hmm. remaster, if it's just the PS4 version that's coming back again. I think it's just the PS4 version. The yeah. PS5 release was rated last year, so who knows if that's actually going to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, well, it's important to note that. The game was delist- delisted on the PS4, so uh, true. you didn't have access to it for a very long time. So it's nice yeah. to well, kind of came back. You didn't have access to buy it. You would still have access yeah. to download it. 
Yeah, if you already owned it, obviously you can still yeah. download it. But yeah, players weren't able to purchase it because it was gone. The director's cut of Borderlands Three has been announced. Well, the date has been announced, March eighteenth. Um, mm-hmm. This expansion mm-hmm. will focus on Ava. Um, takes a, goes along the main story of the game. Uh, the DLC Ava's the girl from the Siren. Yeah. Monastery, right? Yep. Yeah. It'll include the first raid, which has taken a while, really, hasn't it? Because the game feels like it's been out forever. Um, so, yeah. The first ra- full raid will be available. Um, I'm not really hyped for this because it doesn't sound like there's a lot of content, but it'll be interesting to see how much... I'm just sad that they've locked the raid behind paid DLC. Yeah. I know it's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh... We should say second paid DLC because you have to buy the first DLC if you've played it. Now this is a second set DLC that you have to buy again. So, uh. Wait, you you going to give this a try, Alfonso? I will, but not on day one. Because that's uh, Snyder Cut for Justice League. And yeah, I got to pay attention to that. <laughs> like, just analyze that whole movie. Just analyze that whole movie. So yeah, that that Borderlands DLC will be played the next day, or maybe the oh, day yeah, after. Cause... The Snyder yeah. Cut, isn't it? Yep. Uh, you excited for that, Gary? I'm not that fast. Uh, for Snyder Cut? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've uh-huh. been very excited for it for a long time. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, Dark Side baby. That's all I care yes. about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and talking about Dark Side, Jack Black is going to be Claptrap, supposedly. Perfect sense. That's the perfect person to play Claptrap. Really? My problem. I I thought when they cast Kevin Hart, he was going to be Claptrap for sure. That's my problem. Why are you casting him as Roland? I don't get that. Uh, he's short. That's one. And he's not. He's not serious. Yes, he has done. He has serious moments, but not like consistently in a in a in a role that he has played. Rolling serious as fuck. Like I don't get that. I saw that as like doesn't make any sense. I I, I don't get it. I I'm looking at it. the list of characters now, and we've got Cat Blanche as Lilith. I don't. Mm-hmm. Jack Black as Claptrap, which I I don't know. I personally don't really see it that well, but. Yeah, it's okay. Jamie Lee Curtis is Tannis. I don't really see that. Yeah, um, I don't see that either. And Kevin Hart as Roland again. I don't see that. I I see Kevin Hart more as um, Mordecai out of any of them. I yeah. can see him more as Mordecai. <laughs> I mean, all I see here is that they're gonna go full on the comedy route. Rather yeah. than have some serious yeah. characters, have some comedic characters. This yeah. is why Kevin Hart is going to be a character that he probably shouldn't be. Because <laughs> they're going to yeah. turn that character <laughs> into a comedic character. Yep. Yeah. Unless we're going to see a different side of Kevin Hart. And I'll be, I'm okay with that. I want to see if he can do serious stuff. I mean, it's Borderlands. Right. We we use the word seriously a bit too strongly, probably. <laughs> yeah, True. But in terms of actual characters, that yeah. doesn't make sense. Uh, I could see it more as a Mordecai. If it was me. Uh, uh, I can't remember the names of. I can't remember all the characters from. What was the characters from Borderlands One? <laughs> uh, Lilith, Mordecai, uh, Roland, and Brick. Uh, I kind of want the Rock to play Brick. Can we have the Rock to play Brick? <laughs> we could, but knowing Rock and Kevin Hart's relationship, yeah, that's not gonna, yeah, it's not gonna work out. Because uh, re- you're really gonna have Brick biting heads with Roland. That didn't happen. Ah, <laughs> uh, I guess we'll see, huh? Yeah, I'm not excited we'll see- for this movie at all. <laughs> I'm not either, to be honest, but that's just me. I've said it before. The only realistic, down-to-earth, perfect video game movie was Dead or Alive. 
Oh my god, then. <laughs> Look, Dead or Alive the movie was just full of fan service and fighting. Dead or Alive the video game is full of fan service and fighting. It's technically the most accurate video game movie you can have. <laughs> uh, I still think yeah, Mortal Kombat's the best, but that's just me. They're both full of. I'm talking about the most accurate. I'm not talking about the best. The best obviously is the <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Accurate. Stuff. Oh my god! It wasn't accurate because they didn't have enormously unrealistic breast sizes, man. They would nowadays with CGI. <laughs> <laughs> with CGI. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, ah, you know what? I'm really good at this transition stuff. Any thoughts, uh-huh. by the way, Gary? Uh, on the movie? Yeah. Uh, uh, not really. I mean, it sounds like they're getting an all-star cast, which I mm-hmm. guess helps it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It really just depends on how much involvement Randy Pitchford has in it. <laughs> Which I mean, is not much of any, um, but anything that puts money in his pocket, I'm not at. The problem with him is, though, he can't go to like a night-based restaurant and lose the USB file for the movie. Oh man! <laughs> you, 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 I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, man. Uh, but I don't know if you're gonna touch up on this, but um, just sticking with Borderlands really quickly. Um, okay. Gearbox, Gearbox was acquired oh, by the Embracer Group. No sense. <laughs> I well, was under the impression that they were owned by 2K, but I guess not. Um, so Gearbox is now owned by the Embracer Group, which also owns uh, THQ Nordic. If if you need some uh, guidance, there. Well, one point three billion dollars. Way <laughs> too much for that company. Way too I much for don't that company. Get it. What have they done? Besides Borderlands, they brought they did brothers to arm with the brothers to arm. Don't ever, don't ever bring that up again. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do aliens. That was done by a different group. Yeah, but yeah, they did brothers to arm, which is now what going on thirteen years old. Because the last one yeah. was in 08. Yeah, they done Homeworld, which was twenty fourteen, I think. And they done Duke Nukem um, forever. Like, but don't forget Battleborn. They own the license. But still. They did Battleborn. Okay, and Battleborn. Oh, my God. But does, <laughs> that gives you $1.3 billion? Really? $1.4. That's all I <laughs> I got nothing else to say. I'm sorry. I got nothing else to say. No. I'm looking on Google <laughs> to see what they made. Oh, I give them $1.3 million for Bulletstorm. I mean, a lot of it you have to kind of look at it as maybe a lot of this is for the licenses. Um, yeah. Obviously, Borderlands is a massive license. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure Duke Nukem is still worth some money to somebody. Um, probably not as much as it used to. Um, but I also wonder if... Well, I don't think they own any Aliens licenses. That's mm. not them. That's Disney at this point. Um, so oh, wow. I, I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I, I don't think Borderlands, though it's massive, is worth no as no. much as, much as we as might I, think yeah. it is. As much as I love uh, Borderlands, no, that's outrageous. That that is outrageous. <laughs> I'm sorry. It oh, is well, a big price. Um, Gearbox made Desert Bus VR. For anyone that doesn't know, Desert Bus <laughs> Desert Bus VR is based on a game from like 1998. Um, by Penn and Teller, where they decided to make a video game where you're driving to a Penn and Teller concert. Well, not a concert, but you know, one of their magic things. And the video game is you driving there, but it's accurate to real life, so it takes about eight hours to drive there. The game is just mm. you driving in a straight line for eight hours. And you can't pause <laughs> the game. It's just you driving for eight hours in a straight line. That's the video game. There's occasionally bugs that might hit the windscreen, but that's about it. There's no traffic. Wow. There's no nothing. It's just eight hours of driving straight forward. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, so so looking at it right now, I mean, Gearbox. Um, 
they obviously own the Duke Nukem license. They bought that. Uh, they yeah. own the Homeworld license, which is big with the PC fan base. Um, mm-hmm. And those are very good strategy games. Um, obviously, you have Battleborn, which is an original game that's dead now. No servers mm-hmm. or anything. Um, mm-hmm. Brothers in Arms, I doubt, is worth really much of any money right now since we haven't seen a game in a long time. I know they announced a movie a long time ago for it as well. That's been essentially dead as well. Mm. Um, but they have published some stuff. They they recently become self-publishing. Well, they won't be self-publishing Also, anymore. they developed Halo. For the PC. Still, <laughs> they, I didn't they know ported, that they, they ported the PC version. I had no idea that Gearbox worked on the PC version of Halo. <laughs> yeah, so going through the rest of the stuff, okay, they published Bulletstorm, so I don't know if they really own the license to that uh, franchise. Um, they released Fortnite. The physical version of Fortnite was done by them. Um, I don't know how that works. Uh, we Happy Few, we have Earthfall, uh, Risk of Rain, which is an interesting one, I think. You know, have the new Godfall, which isn't exactly what people were hoping it would be. I already knew it wasn't going to be what it was going to be. Um, but yeah, and they're still working on Homeworld 3, I believe, which is said to release sometime next year. So, yeah, I don't know. What exactly the 1.4 billion is really getting you? So, I guess we'll Randy see. Randy Pitchford's porn collection. Ugh, no. But <laughs> Randy sorry, Pitchford... sorry, sorry. No, not his porn collection. His magic show collection. <laughs> but he did say <laughs> that they will continue to work with uh, 2K on the Borderlands franchise. So that mm-hmm. is not stopping. Um, so now yep. I'm wondering if 2K owns the Borderlands franchise. <laughs> Not Gearbox. I don't know. So, I mean, they, they probably we'll partly own it, I'm guessing. I don't know. Because remember, Gearbox shifted that... Well, supposedly rumors that we can't confirm shifted money aside when making like the Alien game to help with Borderlands funding. Supposedly. We can't prove it. Yeah, they took all the money out of it and put it into Borderlands funding and say they didn't know about it. That's why I say to sue them. <laughs> a lot happened with Aliens, including a studio that actually made the game, got zero credit for making the game, and then went out of business because of it. But it is what yeah. it is. Now okay. you can move on, though. <laughs> well, yeah. talk about movies... Well, if you've got friends, which I don't in real life, but if you do have friends in real life... We're all virtual, bro. Yeah. (laughs) We we are computer programs. Beep boops. Well, I know you're in real life, but I can't do this in real life unless it costs me a lot of money because it costs me even more money. But uh, cinemas, because, you know, you can't go to the cinema because of, you know, the real life virus that's going on right now. Um, Cinemas are charging people $90 for two hours... And then one hundred thirty-five dollars for two hours in the evening, so you can go to. Um, well, before six p.m. it's ninety dollars. After six p.m. it's one hundred thirty-five dollars. So you can go with your friends, up to four friends, can go to the cinema, plug your console or PC into the like projector, I guess, and play on the the big cinema screen with your friends for one hundred thirty-five dollars every two hours. And all they're playing is Fortnite. So what's the point? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Would you try this, Alfonso? Would you pay hundred thirty-five dollars? No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> no man, no, no. Uh-uh. Don't you want to have no, your that's... favorite video game on Fast How and much Furious? hundred thirty-five dollars for two hours. Dude, Fast and Furious for that? Come on. Yeah. Pay $105, that, play Fast and Furious. and Vin Diesel on an IMAX screen, dude. <laughs> Gary, kick rocks. Kick rocks, Gary. <laughs> no. you, can have, like, you can hire two screens, Alfonso. What you no. can do is you can have Fast and Furious playing on one screen, then you can have the movie on a different screen, and you can have two cinema experiences at once. No. <laughs> no. 
the rocking stereo. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> So anyway, cinema. Would you do it, Alfonso? Not jokingly, but would you? I, I would be no. tempted. No, really? that's too much for it. Not a hundred and thirty-five for two hours, and every two hours you have to pay. No, no. Yeah, but if you're friends, that's what forty dollars each. Um, in my case, no, because everyone has me pay for them. So okay, fair enough. Yeah. Well, let's just say, in theory, your friends paid their fair share. And it was like, it's like $30 each, isn't it then? 30, 60, 90, 120-ish. About 30-ish, give or take. Would you do it then? Still no. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, I would do it, but I wouldn't do it in my cinema because we all know what my cinema looks like. So I, I, if I brought my PS5 there, I'm just asking to be, I might as well have a sticker on my back saying, murder me. Um. Gary, what about you? Would you, if you had, if you could, you know, let's just say you could yeah. bring Chris, you know, oh, oh, you know. Let's, let's see. Do I want to look at Genshin Impact waifus on a theater screen? Yes. There you go. <laughs> Definitely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but personally, I would want to play some terrifying horror games that way. I think it'd be pretty cool to do it in a big, cool. giant theater screen playing like an alien isolation or a Blair Witch or whatever horror game I can think of. Man, Resident Evil 2 I think would look amazing on the theater screen. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would want to do it. Would I actually do it? Probably not. Because I mean, do they charge me for the setting up fee as well? Like, is that part of the time? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Like, it's... It's whatever. Maybe I'll play some Mario Kart on a theater screen. That'll be pretty cool. So for split screen Mario Kart. Sure, why not? Smash Brothers? No, because I can't see anything no matter how big the screen is and what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smash Brothers, it costs you more because you'd more. end up breaking the, the screen. Probably. <laughs> but it's is pretty it cool. Up? Like they're, they're trying to find ways to, get, to make money. Obviously, people aren't going to the theater now. Um they have to find ways to, to stay alive, so. Yeah. See, in England, we just closed them all. <laughs> uh, I still feel bad for when I, I... I can't remember which theater chain it was now. I still feel bad for them because they found out that the, the place had closed as they were going into work. So, yeah. I can't remember which chain it was now. Um, but yeah, it was horrible. I, just, I, I hope everyone that works at a theatre is doing okay, and hopefully they find some way to get payment. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess in positive news, question mark, randomness, but Ariana Grande has been playing Sackboy, A Big Adventure. I don't know why this is newsworthy, but it, we, I just wanted to bring this up because I didn't understand why it's newsworthy. But she's been playing Sat Boy A Big Adventure at 2am. Good good for her. <laughs> I know she's in Final Fantasy as a character. Mm. You can play as. Um, but good for her. She enjoys video games like a lot of people do because she's human. I guess. Not the. I guess she's human, guessing, but ben. I don't know. I don't know her. <laughs> if she wants to play video games, she can. Alfonso, any? Do you play video games at two a.m. in the morning? I do. Well, so that... this makes no sense. I yeah. just glad that she's playing PlayStation. That's it. Yeah. That's all I care about. Yeah. So. Yeah. Even the little big planet Twitter account. Got excited. Um, anyway, Gary, do you play um, games at two a.m.? Yeah. The, the reason, <laughs> the reason Ben that this was news is because um, one of her new songs specifically references her playing the game. She okay. actually sings about it. Uh, that's why it's. 
I guess, news is literally in the song she talks about playing the game. So, by name. She names it by name, so. Huh. It's a big shout-out to them, I guess. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'd rather she be playing Dreams or the original Living Planet, but, you know. I am expect I was going to buy this, but I'm expecting it to be um, PlayStation Plus sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah. I would want, I still want to give them money. I think they deserve it. Yeah. I hear a lot of great things about it. Um, I'm running out of news articles I picked up because I'm weird. Um, Ratchet got a release date. Oh, yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you want to... Ratchet and Clank. Also, there's an animated special that's been released as well for Ratchet and Clank. I watched that Only yet, in so. Canada, apparently. Yeah. I don't okay. think it was officially supposed to be released. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, Ratchet and Clank release date. Um, I can't remember when it was. I think it was April. April June 11th. June 11th. There that's go. it, June. I'm hyped. I know that sounded. I'm, temp- I'm going to buy that. That's going to be a day one purchase. I don't know if I'm going to buy the collector's edition, but I'm going to buy at least the normal edition. They haven't uh, announced the collector's edition. Yeah, they it's have. It's on it. the store. Well, the it digital is? deluxe edition. Yeah, oh, digital deluxe. deluxe edition. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's a collector's edition. It might not be a physical <laughs> collector's edition, but digital deluxe is still a collector's edition. So, yeah. I'm I I'm I'll probably pick up the digital deluxe maybe in the future. I don't know. Depends. Um Gary, any thoughts? Oh hell yeah, I'm beyond excited. This was the, the game I was looking forward to at launch. I was hoping this would be a launch game. They said it was gonna be a launch window title. Clearly that's not the case anymore. I July mean, is not a launch window, in my opinion. I would to say me, no, launch window was also... like a three month period. I would say no, but considering how rare the console is for people to pick up, maybe it still is. <laughs> I guess so. But to me, launch window was always uh, like three months after the system yeah. launch. That's a launch window for me. Um, so well, clearly, oh, yeah. something happened there, or something that they discovered that they couldn't really um, get it out fast enough. Maybe some kind of a glitch or bugs, whatever. Maybe they couldn't get uh, the the switching of worlds to be, you know, lag-free or loading-free, yeah. uh-huh. quite ready to go quick enough, so all been delayed all the way to July. All the simple thing, as I just said, is the fact that because of the console shortages, that they decided to just delay until they, there's a bigger market. Could be. Could very well be the fact, too. Um, uh-huh. But it's still a long ways off, for me, at least. Um, yeah. I, but, yeah, this was the one game I, I, I was buying a PS5 for. I love that franchise. It's one of my favorite franchises. Definitely my favorite platforming franchises. Um, so it's definitely going to be day one for me. I own all the Ratchet games, so I'm super excited for this. It's also a direct sequel to um, Enter the Nexus, I believe. is what it, Was that the one? It was called Enter the Nexus? Yeah. It was the, the digital... It only came out digitally. It was like a small little title. But it's a direct sequel to that one. Apparently. Mm-hmm. So the Ratchet stories are canon, everybody. It makes sense. <laughs> there was always like a canon behind it, wasn't there? I, I think everybody kind of took each title as its own little story in this world, but apparently, but, yeah, yeah, it's all been a canon story, so it's pretty yeah, interesting. But, yeah, I, I always thought it was canon. At least not, yeah. It might be like not hundred percent, but I always thought like that the overall storyline was like tied in. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfonso, I already pre-ordered mine the day it was announced. I I love Ratchet just like Gary is one of my favorites from the early days of the PS2 um, in terms of you know um series. Um, I just love his I just love his guns, his guns, you know, his weapons. They're they're crazy in terms of what they can do and how you use them in terms of environment and the platforms and yeah. Like I said, the SSD and the, the whole rift jumping from rift to rift, that's like the main reason why I want this game so badly. 
Plus, obviously, we have a female wombat, which is new because we did it. You know, we all know that he has his series is a stink, and he's obviously based on previous games. He was the last one we didn't know about his um his species. So now seeing a different wombat, that's a female. That's also a plus for me. So yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Time for them to bang. <laughs> yeah, so, so for context, really quickly, Enter the ne- Ent- Into the Nexus released in 2013. That was the last original Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, we got a PS4 Ratchet and Clank game, which was a remake or reimagining of the first one, which was essentially was designed to coincide with the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's been a while. It's yeah. been almost what is it? Eight years. Eight. Yeah. Yes. Eight years since we got an original story in the Ratchet and Clank universe. Um, and it's pretty cool to see um, them continuing that story. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I really hope Rivet. they... What was that? Supposedly her name is Rivet, people have suggested. Yeah, there's, there's still a big mystery. They still haven't revealed who she really is, so... What is yeah. the mystery? Mm-hmm. Has anyone got any other stories they would like to talk about? We well, got some yeah. Spider-Man 2 leaks about more Ooh. playable characters. The cat. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Spider the cat. Um, oh my god. They They mentioned that there might be three more playable characters added. Besides Peter, I'm pretty sure one of them is Miles since he's now Spider-Man. For me, I would like either Scarlet Spider or Spider-Gwen. Like I say, Spider-Gwen feels like the perfect choice, especially with the movie having her in it. Yes, but I feel they might... Part of me feels they might use Black Cat just because she's been in the story. And plus, if they go back to doing the whole stealth thing in those certain missions, she's the perfect person to do it because that's what she does. Stealth shit. So, um, yeah. I, so I want Black Cat and Spider-Gwen. That's, that's the two I want. <laughs> Gary? So they said three additional characters? Yeah. Or three in total? Three additional. Well, not including Peter. So three additional. Okay, well, obviously Miles Morales. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure Black Cat, like you mentioned, since she's already appeared um, yep. mm-hmm. in the DLC stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I hate to be the one to say it, uh, but Mary Jane again in Stealth No! <laughs> If not no. her, then Gwen Stacy in stealth sections. Take your pick, man. <laughs> I'm ready, Gwen Stacy. <laughs> Listen, oh. I, I understand that Peter and Miles and Gwen, they're all different yeah. versions yeah. of Spider-Man with their own mm-hmm. abilities and their own skills, but they're all going to play exactly the same way. Just because their animations are going to look different doesn't mean they're not going to be the exact same character. Um, yeah. So to me... Well, there'd be no point. Um, mm-hmm. I'd rather they just not do Peter Parker at all and just stick with Miles. Um, I just think he's a funner and better character. Um, if you want to introduce Spider-Gwen, I don't think they're going to straight up introduce Spider-Gwen. I think she's going to be Gwen Stacy and then become yeah. Spider-Gwen later. Um, yeah. Unless they're going to straight up do the multiverse right off the bat, which is stupid. Um, or the Spider-Verse, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I don't. I don't see them going in and creating whole new gameplay mechanics for a whole character that's completely different from Spider-Man. Um, so right. I don't see them do. Oh, you can play as Venom. I don't see that happening because I, even though Venom can play like Spider-Man, um, I don't think they want to do that. I sure as hell don't want to see that. Clearly, um, it's going to, to be see... Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Venom versus Carnage. 
<laughs> I'll be fully okay with it. Hey, the quicker they introduce Carnage, the happier I am. That is my favorite <laughs> character from the Spider Universe. Yeah. So give me Carnage all you want. I'll take Carnage all day, every day. But yeah. I don't think they're ever going to get to Carnage until they they clearly do a yeah, proper Venom. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. Which I hope they do in this second one. I've been watching this uh, YouTuber called, I think it's called Comics Explained. And he's been covering a series recently where Venom is now a he- basically become a hero. Well, he was always kind of an anti-hero. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Brock kind of yeah. turned him into an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, plus he had the big feud with Sandman and yeah, yeah. hatred, fight... hatred for, for Carnage. So they're like <laughs> fighting the god of what's the fighting the god of um, symbiotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Null, I think his name is, if I'm rightly, or her. Or whatever they are, because they have got all the symbiotes. So they have whatever gender they want, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about, Gary? Uh, sure. Um, really quickly, um, the Last of Us TV series has gotten its main cast. Yeah. Okay, sweet. I can so end this podcast. Good work, everyone. Have a good show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's messed up, dude. Uh, so playing the role of Ellie is Bella Ramsey. Uh, if you don't know who she is, she played in Game of Thrones. That was her recent yeah. work. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. She did great. She was a young leader because all her family died, so she had to take over. She was a mm-hmm. no-nonsense character. Mm-hmm. She laid the smackdown on a lot of people on that show. Yes, um, she did. Unfortunately, she didn't last till the very end, as yeah. a lot of characters don't. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> But she was a great character. Um, she's 17 years old right now. Uh, so she's two years older than the main character that we have of Ellie, who I think was 15. Yeah. Yeah, in The Last of Us. Uh, I think she'll do really good. I'm excited for this. Uh, obviously, the big yes, the story shocker. was Joel. Um, yes. And Pedro Pascal to play Joe in The Last of Us. Pedro Pascal, of course, plays the Mandalorian. Uh, even though you'd never see his face, he's always behind a mask. He was also recently in Wonder Woman 1984 mm-hmm. as Maxwell Ward. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much been in everything lately. He's kind of the big star of Hollywood yeah. right now. This I is big for him. I fucking love that guy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. give me. I'm okay with this. <laughs> he also starred in Game of Thrones. Um, yes, which I was, was my favorite sad. character. Yes, my favorite character in that whole show. <laughs> he gloated too much, <laughs> too damn much. Damn it. And he also passed away a very sad and brutal death. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> so sad. But those are our stars of the show. There was a weird rumor, which ended up being somewhat true. Um, they were in talks with um, what's his name? Oh my God, I love him, uh, Maharshala Ali to play Joe. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a big rumor that he was cast, but he wasn't cast. He was talked to. He re- they reached out to him, um, but it didn't happen for whatever reason. Probably because he's going to be busy. He he's a very busy guy. Um, we know he has Blade coming up and a whole bunch of other movies, but uh-huh. it didn't work out. Obviously. We posted that news, and um, people weren't happy because it's a black guy playing a 50-year-old white man. Whatever. The the same shit that people always complain about. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But we got Pedro Pascal officially confirmed. Ben, you don't like this news because you wanted to finish the podcast before I talked about it. Explain yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't say you hate the news, more the fact that I'm not that fussed about it at all. And I still think my pick of Joel would have been Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. Mine too. Yeah. I, I think they yeah. should have reunited the Logan cast. Yeah. That would have been perfect. That, that's, that would have been perfect. But my thing is, I never watched Game of Thrones, so I don't know who any of these people are. So You'll find out. <laughs> yeah. No, I won't, because I won't be watching it. <laughs> Well, if you ever get a chance to see Wonder Woman 84, you can watch how amazing Pedro Pascal is in that movie. 
I've been tempted. Yeah. I've heard bad things about that movie as well, so. Mm. But uh, I will wait until Life I can stream good, it. But it could be better. <laughs> I will watch it once I can watch it for not stupid price for one watch. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't mind paying like 15, 10 to 15 pounds for a digital version, but if I'm paying 10 to 15 pounds for a digital, I don't want it rented. If I'm paying that much, I want to own it ish. As much as you can own yeah. digital. <laughs> what about you, Alfonso? Your thoughts? I love this. I, not so much, uh, what's her name? Bella Ramsey. Yeah, not so much her because, like I said, last thing she did was Game of Thrones. I forgot when she exited out, what season she exited out because it's been a while. The last that. season, dude. She was killed uh, in the, uh, the the Battle of Winterfell by the giant. He crushed her to death, remember, in his hands? This was, was this 17 or 18? This is 18, right? 2018, I think, Game of Thrones ended, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's now three years. Three years, she hasn't done anything since or recently, so... Yeah, I'm not really well, she's sure still about in school, her. Man. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But Pedro, man, that's my boy. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay. I said, like, last one's gonna be so damn good. But he can act. That man can act. I love it. Love it. I want it now. I want it now. Well, you'll be getting it. Very soon. I think it's supposed to air sometime next year, right? Early yep. next year? Mm-hmm. <sighs> we'll see which direction they go to. I mean, obviously, there's still a lot of cast members to cast. Uh, yep. Joel's brother. Um, yep. the, the lady that they're with in the beginning. If they're yep. basic is off yeah. the first movie or yeah. off the first game, which I'm assuming they are. Um, still plenty of characters to cast. Um, personally, I think they should just get Troy Baker to play his brother. I think he looks... Mm quite like him but troy baker is not a real life yeah. actor actor um he's still an actor just a voice actor yeah you know um so yeah it's coming mm-hmm. game of last of us yeah with the game of thrones cast yeah it's a thing. Sticking with the movies, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was officially announced coming April yes. 2022nd with yes. Tails officially confirmed to be joining yes. the movie. Yes, yes, That music gave me chills. <laughs> yes, I want to. I saw that. I saw that. Oh, <laughs> Sonic. No, so I'm, excited I'm, people I'm, here. Once they get to Sonic the Hedgehog 3, though, I know I'll cry in the corner if they ever put in that hell level that is the hell level that is casino <laughs> i don't know about any of you but as a kid i could never beat that level <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about <sighs> yep the one mechanic which the game doesn't tell you that's a mechanic at all and it only happens that one time never again <laughs> ah. Ah, stupid cylinder of hell mm. you forsaken my, my nightmares you'd live there uh, uh, rumor has it, good. yeah. Rumor has it, Knuckles will also be joining the movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's unconfirmed yet. I hope not, but it's possible. Otherwise, it's Sonic the Hedgehog two and Knuckles, which is the it came out later. When you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just give Tails the time to shine. I know Tails can be annoying in most versions of him, but at least you know. Give it. Mm-hmm. You can tell some yeah. dead knuckles in the next movie if they if it does well. Do you mm-hmm. see Jim Carrey returning as Doctor Robotnik? Yes. He probably had fun. Yeah. <laughs> you think he had fun? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. Uh, I hope so. Oh. I'm a bit bit weird if they recast Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> And they or they exactly can just do... get rid of him completely and just have Knuckles as the villain of the movie. I mean, Knuckles is not really a villain, though, is he? He could be if he's controlled by the Emerald Crystals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Knuckles was only a villain because he wanted to protect the crystals from Robotnik because Robotnik told him that Sonic was bad guy. It was never... I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Knuckles, <laughs> yeah. well, he was the good guy. 
So, uh, I guess possible. They could go the weird route of like the Sonic the comics that we had, maybe in England, which, in my opinion, were cool and were awesome. Where watch it, where in our in our version of the comics, they had uh, watch it, Super Sonic become its own, uh, like split off from Sonic at one point and become evil. And then there's like a whole planet of Metal Sonics with a giant evil so- Metal Sonic. Uh, it was a weird storyline. But it, it was, was so good. apparently good. It was really good. <laughs> uh, Whatever you say, man. <laughs> uh, it's hard to describe say, it. It was like 10 years of comics before they... I still feel, again, feel bad for those writers because they were told, like, the day it ended that they had to stop. Uh, anyway. Um, I'm gonna, yes, let's, so let's just wrap it up and save some for next week. Okay. I guess. I mean, real quick, because okay. this was, like, a week and a half ago or last week. But, come on, we have to talk about it. Google and Stadia. Ah. How they're not making first party no more. The first party games no more to shut down. What that leaves with their service. Oh, no. you know? oh, I man. mean, yeah, I really don't care because I'm like, this is Google. They they release products, they have it out for a while, and then they close it down. Because Google got the money. They could do that. But what what does that leave with their service? Which I find weird because just in October they announced that they was pushing all these games for 2023 and now you come out with this saying oh we're not making first party games no more that is going to focus on third parties so what does that mean do you sell it to microsoft or sony or nintendo i don't know no i think thoughts I think they'll still stay in the business, but third party is really going to decide whether they want to release games on it. Um, if they do, they'll stay in business. If not, they'll shut it down. Google doesn't care. They have so much money, it doesn't matter to them whether this remains open or not. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like the Vita situation. Sony announced they're not going to make first party games anymore. Third party essentially started supporting it, kept it alive for as long as they possibly could. Um now it's virtually dead when it comes to new games. Only a handful of companies still make games for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stadia is going to be one of those things where I think they just released something that the world just wasn't ready for. Um, we say this all the time. Like Stadia was such a demand whore when it came to your internet and your data that a lot of people just couldn't deal with that um and then obviously you got game pass came in essentially mm-hmm. yeah cheaper a lot better product um you have amazon now trying to do their streaming service as well which is already more um yeah popular i guess you can say through beta than stadia was mm-hmm. um it's just it's it's hard for me to keep saying this because I feel like we're there when it comes to streaming being the, the way to go rather than physical stuff. But clearly, people still don't want it. <laughs> like, I feel like they're okay with, you know, movies and TV shows being streaming rather than, you know, having cable and stuff like that. That's why I have so many streaming services now. But I don't think games is there yet, um, even though theoretically it should be. Um, but with the constant data caps everybody has, like how long can they continuously stream games before they're out of the before they reach their data caps? Essentially, yeah. what it comes down to. Um, mm-hmm. So as long as we have those data caps, I don't think streaming, at least here in America, just isn't going to take off like these companies think it will. Because they're looking at it as like, oh, you know, California, we get all this data and it's fantastic, but you know, down in Louisiana, not so much. You know, the Midwest is still very rural when it comes to those kinds of things. So they're not going to be getting that kind of service providers. So 
that's really all it comes down to. Clearly, they bought a bunch of studios. They got a bunch of exclusivity deals. And it didn't work out for them. It didn't pay off. So to me, the big question now is what happens to all these game developers that they picked up to make games exclusively for Stadia? That's where I'm sad about. Like, are they out of a job? Do they have to go find a new job now? What are they going to do? So those are my thoughts on Stadia. It was inevitable. This is why Sony and Microsoft weren't really worried. They were at first, yeah. and then when it came out, they're like, uh, we're not so worried anymore. Because <laughs> they're doing it better. You know, Game Pass is doing it better. PlayStation Now is doing it better. Um, sure, their PlayStation Now is still running games at 720p, even on the PS5, but I'm sure eventually, hopefully, they'll get all that resolved and PlayStation now is going to have a huge presence on in, in Sony's book. So. Yeah. My favorite, uh, my favorite cloud service for PC at least is GeForce now. That's my, my favorite one because it basically allows you to play the games you already purchased, which is the best way to do it. I don't have to purchase it for the service. I just link it to my Steam account and then it just appears on the cloud. Which is nice. Though some companies are like, no, we won't like that. and They cancel the idea, but still. Yeah. So, yeah. Stadia. Oh. Gone feel, and sadly forgotten. I feel bad for Jade Raymond <laughs> out of all of it, though. I mean... Will she ever get a game I mean, out again? <laughs> yeah. It's sad. She was in charge of Assassin's Creed. She was successful, but she left. Yeah. I mean, but the sleeper cell over there, Mr. Phil Harrison, from Sony, everywhere he goes after he left Sony, he just brought down those companies. <laughs> well, even Sony, he helped with PS3, right? Yeah. So, yeah, PS3, that was kind of rough. Until, yeah, but know, it, it came out on top at the end. <laughs> yeah. Once they once more other people took control. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm just is... calling him a Sony sweeper cell. He goes in, he sabotages the company, and then he leaves. Because <laughs> he's in All Xbox, and Sony. then it went down, and then Google. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's next? Amazon's going to hire him. Bye, Amazon. <laughs> Oh, so that's why Watch Crit stepped down from Amazon. Jeff Bezos. The new so leader will be Phil Harrison's. <laughs> ah. Sleeper Cell. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't hear Sleeper Cell the first time you said it. I thought you said Splinter Cell. And I got excited. <laughs> hey, technically it is. Sam Fisher over there. Just bringing things down covertly. <laughs> Ben, I just want to say this quickly because it's going to be old news by the time we get to okay. it. We don't have to spend too much time on it, but um, CD Projekt Red announced that they were hacked. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the out. hackers stole the source code to Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3. Um, they demanded some sort of money for it. <laughs> One million dollars! CD Projekt Red refused in the statement that they released, they straight up said, we're not going to give into these demands. Uh, and now that source code has apparently been sold on the black market for $7 for million. $7 million. yeah. They, um, they gave away the Gwent source code for free, or discounted at least, if I'm rightly... The Gwent one, yeah. Because that way they can prove that they, it was, they were legit. And then they sold the rest of it. I'll be honest, yeah. it's, it's bad for CD Projekt Red, but... I feel like the Witcher and the CD, the Witcher and the Cyberpunk aren't going to be as as bad as the Gwent. I know that would sound weird because the only reason why I say that is because Cyberpunk and Witcher are single player games. The mm -hmm. source code isn't going to yeah. do a, lot, a huge amount of damage to those games because of that, unless there's like some source code for the multiplayer. But Gwent is an online game, and if there's some exploits that they can find and make bots, and this will be really damaging for that online. Um, player base 
Yeah. I, I'll so, be honest. Uh, I I thought this was fake originally, until this this actual stuff came out. I I I don't know. I the idea of you a hacker, trying to get brownie points for oh we were hacked. Please have pity on us. <laughs> it, well, it's just the fact that the hacker started the sentence with epically pwned. Oh, and yeah. used so many like childish lingos that I felt like this didn't seem real. I mean, I do feel bad now that I know, but at first it just felt a little suspicious to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now that we know it's real, I feel bad for the company and you know, I'll take back any statements I made, but when it first came out, it, it, it did feel a little iffy to me. Yeah, I know I, I haven't been hacked, also... so I don't know. But... Yeah, I should also mention that the Witcher 3 code, source code that was taken, was also the source code for the PS5 and Series X versions that they're planning to release here as well. So, yeah. Wait, why have they that got that? Happened. Because they're not even making that, are they? It was a different company. Uh, I don't know. Apparently, it's still part of their infrastructure. I don't know, but apparently, it's no, still well. part of, yeah. Or they, they had just, the code on their computers as well. Maybe, maybe they're sending it to them to get help for some stuff. I don't know. I'm sure they still have contact with people maybe. working on it. Yeah, and maybe for quality assurance, people at CD yeah. Projekt Red have to go in and test it and make sure you know things are working okay. Huh. So yeah, quality assurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how this obviously affects future content of CD or Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is going to set back that next-gen launch to next year, like I said it was going to. Um, so, yeah. That happened. People are still not very happy with Cyberpunk. And with CD Projekt Red's handling of that game. I... Uh -huh. Okay, I will say this. I have no interest and care about the source code being stolen, because... You're not going to be able to use it because as soon as it gets like it's got it's got copyrighted, all the codes copyrighted. The only places that it could probably be sold is China and Russia. So we might see a CD project rip off there. <laughs> but the biggest issue for me is the employees' data. That's the mo that's the most horrendous yeah. thing. Anything that involves the actual employees' personal life, yeah, because that yeah they're humans. That, yeah, they make mistakes, yes. They, the, the game came out buggy, but don't blame the people for that. Especially the the people that are just doing it as their day job. They've spent hours a day doing this over and over and over again. So, of course, there'll be little mistakes here and there. So, that's the problem for me, is the fact that there might be personal data leaked. Especially for ones that are not even... Well, all is bad, but the fact that also some of the temporary stuff might have got leaked as well. It's like, yeah, even if you're there for a couple of days or whatever, <laughs> uh, I feel bad. Please stay safe, everyone at CD Projekt Red. I don't like your game that much, but I hope you're okay. So. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Gary, have you got any shout-outs? How can they contact you? Oh, yeah. Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Alfonso. Thanks for having me. Shout out to my friend Ed and Chris. And that was Ed. What? Uh, I, I was talking about people you could go to the cinema with. I'm like, Ted? No. Ed. <laughs> Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was mixing Tim and Ed in my head, so. <laughs> Into one sexy being. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so shout out to them. Shout out to the listeners, as always. Um, thanks for listening. You can uh, reach me on Twitter at Gagalush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Alfonso, have you got any shout outs and how can they contact you? I want to say this. Friday, February 12th, marks four years I've been doing this podcast with you guys. Oh, wow. I want to say... It's been a privilege and an honor to be on with you guys every Sunday talking about video games and anime, the seriousness, the laughter, just sharing our experience, playing these games. And it's, it's just been a lot of fun, and I love doing it every Sunday. And 
I will continue doing it until we can't do it no more. Wait, Happy you've been doing it for to... four years. God, yeah, how long I mean, have I been I... doing podcasts now? <laughs> <laughs> life, Ben, life. Yeah, like. <laughs> Um, happy V-Day to everyone who celebrated. Please be safe. Enjoy it. Indoor dining is now open again for New York City. I mean, not fully. Kids at 25%, but it's still something. You can follow me at Twitter at AliShan7. Supposedly we're going to get that in April, so. Um, yay. Anyway, you can follow me at Chili on Twitter. I'd like to big shout out to Alfonso and Gary. Especially Alfonso has reminded me now how long I've been doing podcasts for. If he's been on for four years. And I'm sure I've been doing it for a lot longer than four years before he got on. And now I'm scared. <laughs> uh, I am old. But a big shout out to everyone who listens. Go check out my podcast, Moogle Go Around Radio, where we talk to Susan. Uh, we've got Mioni on. We've joined the stream team. Um, so we're now with a load of other Final Fantasy XIV content creators in a little group called Whiskers. Thanks again, Mioni, for that invite. Um, so, yeah. Also, a big shout out to anyone who uh, subscribes to the channel. Um, thank you. We just reached 600 followers and, yeah, we got paid by Twitch again recently. Yay! Money from Twitch! So, thank you to anyone who's donated money to us. Seriously, it means a lot. Thank you. Um, see you guys next week, where we talk about more video games. And I try to suppress my eyes to talk about Fantasy 14. So bye. 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 Pancakes. Oh, pancake day soon. Enjoy pancakes. Bye. <laughs>